All right, we're back, Vinyl on Chrome. I'm Dylan Stone. Hey, you know, this next song is about someone named Brenda Spencer, who is a 16-year-old high school student who lived across the street from Cleveland Elementary School in San Diego, California. On Monday, January 29th, 1979, she opened fire on the school with her rifle that her father had given her for Christmas. She killed two adults, including the principal, and injured nine children before going back to her home. Police surrounded her home and waited seven hours before she gave herself up. In that time, she spoke with a reporter on the phone. And when asked why she did it, she just replied, I just started shooting, that's it. I did it for fun. I just don't like Mondays. I just did it as a way to cheer the day up. Well, nobody likes Mondays. I mean, me too. But this, of course, was a number one hit in 32 different countries. But it flopped in America. And I think that's probably because the subject matter hit too close to home. Of course, we all know gun violence is a big problem in America, but something does have to be done. Right now, here's the Boomtown Rats. This is called I Don't Like Mondays, Final on Chrome. The silicon chip inside her head gets switched to overload. And nobody's gonna go to school today. She's gonna make them stay at home. Daddy doesn't understand it. He always said she was good as gold. And he can see no reasons, cause there are no reasons What reason do you need to be shown? And the thoughts turn to their own little girl Sweet 16 ain't that peachy keen Now I ain't so need to admit defeat They can see no reasons Cause there are no reasons What reasons do you need? Reason do you need to be sure? Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. I wanna shoot. Ooh, 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 ooh. The whole day down, down, down. Shoot it all down. 
can be hard enough to stay ahead of the bills when things are going well, but unexpected events and costs can quickly change your situation. The bills just pile up, and it's hard to see clearly. Allen Marshall and Associates are regulated by the federal government and can work with you and your creditors to make things manageable. There is no cost for a consultation, and you may feel much better simply knowing your options. Every situation is different. Contact us today at wecanhelp.ca. Okay, so like many rock bands, Aerosmith's songs were primarily written by lead singer Steven Tyler and guitarist Joe Perry. Bands who wrote their own songs were loath to bring outside writers, as they felt they could compose just fine on their own. Now, according to Desmond Child in an interview in 2012, he told this story. They had never written with an outside writer, and they were not happy to see me. Steven Tyler was much more friendly as he is, and he was very generous and really showed me a song that he started writing called Cruisin' for the Ladies. I listened to that lyric, and I said, you know what, that's a very boring title. And they looked at me like, how dare you? Then Steven volunteered sheepishly and said that when he first wrote the melody, he was singing Dude Looks Like a Lady. It was kind of a tongue twister that sounded more like scatting, but he got the idea because he'd gone to a bar and seen a girl at the end of the bar with a ginormous long blonde rock hair. And the girl turned around and it ended up being Vince Neil from Motley Crue. So then they just started making fun of him and started saying, that dude looks like a lady. So that's how it was born. That's the true story of how that song came to be. So I grabbed onto that and I said, no, 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 that's the title of the song. Right now, here's Aerosmith, Dude Looks Like a Lady, vinyl on chrome.
Okay, so this next song was written by Jewel Shear, who also wrote the Bengals hit, If She Knew What She Wants. He penned the song in England while accompanying his wife, who was playing some gigs with her group Slow Children. Shear explained in an interview, I went over there with a guitar and a little tape recorder, and when they went to rehearse, I sat in this house that they rented and wrote this song. I wrote it so quickly, I could go out and have fun in London. I was really good at making sure I had time to write songs. So I wrote the song in the morning, and when they'd go off to rehearsal, I got it done really quickly so I could mess around in London all day. I didn't even think about the song until I got home. Now, as it happens, this was the fourth single from Cyndi Lauper's debut album, She's So Unusual. What was so unusual about the song was that it didn't have a music video. Lauper was huge on MTV thanks to Girls Just Want to Have Fun, but even without a video, All Through the Night went to number five in the U.S., which proved that Lauper was more than just a video star. Here she is, All Through the Night, vinyl on chrome.
I'm Scott, Marketing and Media Manager for Superlative Studios. Are you a business owner looking to reach local, national, or even international customers? If so, consider sponsoring Vinyl on Chrome. Radio advertising is one of the most successful forms of advertising for reaching customers. Contact me today at 506-608-2456 or at superlativeradio at gmail.com or via our website, superlativestudios.net, to see how we can help you achieve your goals. This next song was written by Paul Weller. It's an homage to Curtis Mayfield with overtones of the nuclear threat. In fact, Weller is quoted as saying, the hush before the silence, the winds after the blast and all that. They start of being about myself and then I get bored with it and I make it into something else. Right now, here's the Style Council. This is called My Ever-Changing Moods, Final on Chrome. (laughs) 